Hello and welcome to The Leaderverse with your hosts, Drew Lee, Lucas Sheradin, and me, Jesse Button. But today, it's just Coach Drew Lee. Last week on Thanksgiving break, Coach Drew recorded this for us, and it is 15 minutes long. Y'all, I am motivated. I am driven. I am inspired by 10 life lessons from 8U Tackle Football. Welcome to The Leaderverse. I'm your co-host, Drew Lee. I'm flying solo today, so we're going to talk about winning goals, progress, a little bit of football because it's around Thanksgiving time. And what better to eat some turkey, enjoy some family time, have and share some gratitude. Also, let's face it, watch a little football. This is the time of year where most high achievers Many of the leaders that are listening to this, those that are working to improve their leadership skills, increase their authenticity, become more transparent. They're setting goals, business goals for 2024, perhaps the next 12-week goals or quarterly goals, maybe health goals, business goals, financial goals, relationship goals. The thing about goal setting that isn't the most popular topic, it's often not even discussed is what goals do to our psyche, what goals do to our mindset, what goals do to our psychology. Do you realize when we goal set, we instantly create a void. We actually create some measure of discomfort because the moment you set a goal, it instantly informs where you're not. If I have a goal of losing weight, it presupposes that I need to. It also tells me where am I, certain weight and where do I want to be an ideal weight and what's the difference between the two we call that a gap the moment you set a goal you've created a gap for yourself because you've identified where you're not if I want to be a millionaire and I'm my net worth is a hundred thousand then I have a nine hundred thousand gap to go so by setting goals I now have a point a where I'm at and I've identified a point b where I'm not that I want to be I choose to be, I intend to be, and either way in every scenario, I'm not there. So what becomes the next step is how do I measure progress so I don't stay in this painful gap and I get to the point where maybe I don't even like goal setting. There are actually people I've met them. I've coached many of them that when I bring up goals, they get the heebie-jeebie. They don't want to talk about goals because goals are uncomfortable. The last thing they'd ever want to do is set a goal that they couldn't achieve. Goals are about where are we and where do we want to be? Progress is the real key of how do we measure that we're moving in that direction? How do we measure progress? Write this down, committed to memory. It came from legendary coach Bill Walsh. He said, zero points for winning means you're always losing. If you don't have a way to measure progress where you're gaining ground, you're improving, you feel better that you are losing weight, getting in better shape, getting healthier, having a better relationship, increasing your financial literacy, getting better with your net worth, your business is growing, it's improving, you're hiring people, they're advancing. If there's not a way to measure success, arguably we'll always feel like we're behind or we're losing in some way. See, I learned these lessons from Bill Walsh in his book, The Score Takes Care of Itself. That if you have a simple philosophy for how you approach progress and the game in life or the game of business or the game of football, 
that you can make measurable improvements and you strive towards your goals. And year after year, you're getting better, you're getting better, you're getting better. And in his case, became one of the all-time winningest coaches in NFL history. This year, I had an amazing privilege. I was so fortunate. I got the opportunity to coach 8U, which is 8 and younger. It's um, It was 8-year-old tackle football. There are 6 and 7, then there's 8, and then they advanced to 9 you And you notice the kids get just growth spurt. They get bigger and bigger every year. Well, I learned some lessons this year from coaching. I've coached T-ball. I've coached business people for over 12 years. I think I've done roughly 25,000 coaching conversations or coaching calls in my career. And coaching kids was an entirely different experience. I could arguably say maybe I learned more from coaching those kids than I have learned from coaching adults on business because I have to coach those people. I have to coach those kids to get the best performance out of them and learn what is the right amount of balance between pushing them too hard and they quit and not pushing them hard enough and they become complacent or they don't improve and they perform. That's what leaders go through every day when we're dealing with our people. I want to push them to get the best out of them, but I push them too hard, they may quit. And if I don't push them hard enough, they'll never be their best. I learned a lot by coaching youth football this year. There are some life lessons that I think apply to leadership and they apply to business every much as they do to apply to the pigskin and the two field goals, the two arches, the hundred yards on a football field. These life lessons, I'm going to go through 10 of them today. Number one, when you're on a football team, you're coaching a football team, you're part of something bigger than yourself. You cannot win unless you've got those 11 players on the field. You're not going to win with 10. You're not going to beat another team. We lost several games. In some cases, we have 21 players. They had 40. Their bench was constantly being rotated. They had various different players that could play different positions. I learned a lot that says, hey, we're bigger. This is bigger than us. What we're doing is bigger than us. Whether we win or lose, the whole game is bigger than us of how do I get each individual player to perform better so even next year, the following year, and the following year, they're improving and they're helping 9U, 10U, maybe even one day high school, college, and just imagine if they make the NFL. So the life lessons of football is you're part of something bigger than yourself. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of coaches, players, assistants, we're all part of something working in the same direction, which is winning a game and every week get better. If you're leading an organization, ask yourself, what does winning look like? More importantly, what does progress in simply getting better look like? Number two, how hard you practice is how you're going to perform. What you practice, the way you practice, practicing hard, practicing easy, practicing light, however you practice is ultimately how you're going to perform. And let me tell you, when it's game time, it's too late to practice. When it's time to perform, it is too late to practice. So how you practice matters. Whatever craft, whatever your business, whatever your life, whatever your health, whatever you are working towards as you set your goals for the year, however you practice is how you're ultimately going to perform, which is a measurement of how you're going to progress. Number three, every inch of progress gets you closer to your goal. In the time that Bill Walsh coached, his formula was quite successful, 
on how he measured progress. And here's what he discovered. If they would get 25 first downs in a game, they won 80% of the games. If they would get 25 first downs in a game, they won 80% of the games, which 80% success rate would get you to the postseason or the playoffs. And if they kept that formula going, they had a really great chance of making the Super Bowl. His final record when he retired and eventually was inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame, he had three NFC titles, six NFC Western Division championships. His overall record was 102 wins, 63 losses, and one draw. And he had three Super Bowl titles to his name. He was an incredibly gifted, talented coach that brought things down to simple progress, how you measure progress matters. So 25 first downs, what's your 25 first down? What's one first down as you're measuring progress along the way? Number four, keep your eyes on the goal. Keep your eyes on the goal. What's the goal? How do you keep point B in front of you, whether it be 25 first downs, whether it be win the game, whether it be take, merge, and acquire another company, whether it be increase your business reserves? What are the goals and how do you keep an eye on them at all times so you know you're making progress? Number five, celebrate the wins. Last year, we had the opportunity to interview Michael Phelps, the all-time most decorated Olympian, won more Olympic medals than anyone else, more golds. And when we interviewed him, one of the questions that was asked from a participant at our event, the question was, how do you keep yourself motivated, driven to perform when it's just another gold? It's just another record. How do you get just as excited about the seventh gold medal as you do the ninth and the twelfth? And he said, if you fail to measure your progress or if you don't celebrate your wins, failing to celebrate your wins, I'm going to call it progress, failing to celebrate your wins eventually leads to complacency, which eventually leads to what's the point. Ever felt like that? That's why this entire episode is how do you measure progress? Because we're setting goals, but more importantly is how do you measure progress? Because that's going to be, be the difference between feeling like you're winning or constantly feeling like you're losing. Zero points for winning means you're always losing. So we've got to celebrate the wins. And the wins are simply measuring progress. Number six, believe in yourself. How do you encourage yourself? How do you create encouragement zones? What's the belief that you have in yourself and how do you instill that belief? You do it through measuring progress. You got to believe in yourself that this is possible, that you're capable, that you can achieve football life lessons. You have to believe we can win. You have to believe you can do your job. You can win. You can play your position. I have to believe as the coach, we can win. Every person has to believe in their self. And as a team, we unify and we get the job done and we go in and we win a W. Number seven, if you do lose, learn from the losses. A lesson is repeated until it's learned. How do you know you've learned a lesson? You stop making the same mistakes. So when you do lose, when you do have a setback, when you do go backwards, when you feel like you're losing, are you learning from the loss? So you're not repeating the same mistakes made time after time, year after year. 
month after month, week after week, day after day. Number eight, being disciplined pays off. The discipline to get up and go to practice every day, practice the craft, get better, focus on fundamentals. Know what are the things, the levers that move your business, your life, your health forward. If I do these three things, I'm progressing. The discipline to do those every single day is what matters, and that's how you make capital gains or measurable improvement along the way towards your goals. Number nine, winning requires teamwork. You can't do it alone. If you're doing something alone, you're probably self-employed or you're an employee. If you feel like you're alone, you're autonomous, well, who's your team? Winning requires teamwork. It requires coaches. It requires mentors. It requires subordinates. It requires staff. It requires peers. It requires teamwork, all focusing on the same mission at hand. There was a situation where it was special teams and we were going to kick the ball. And one of my players walked off the field. That meant we went into that play with 10 players versus 11. We were a player down. The play didn't go so well. We end up losing the ball. We missed a vital member of our team, and we didn't have teamwork. So what did we do? We go back to lesson seven, learn from the losses. What do we change? Who is on the field matters. Number 10, work hard, play smart. So recap, you're bigger than something part of yourself. How you play is how you practice. Every inch of progress gets you closer to your goal. Keep your eye on the goal. Celebrate the wins. Believe in yourself. Learn from the losses. Being disciplined pays off. Winning requires teamwork. Work hard, play smart. Because the bigger the goal, the harder and the smarter will have to work because the value of your time becomes even more valuable, even more precious. And the one thing you have to do differently moving forward is when you're measuring progress, you're not comparing it to somebody else. Don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 12, that you're on your journey, your goals, therefore it's your progress, no one else's. Comparison's the thief of joy. So when looking at life lessons, business lessons, coaching lessons in the game of football, in the game of life, in the game of business, it's important that your only progress you're measuring is your own. I learned a lot of lessons from reading Bill Walsh, The Score Takes Care of Itself. In his 10 seasons as the coach of the 49ers, Walsh compiled 102 wins, 63 losses, one mark or one toral. That includes 10 wins in 14 postseason games. The 49ers won six NFC Western Division championships and NFC titles in 1981, 84, 88. These NFC titles were followed with victories in three Super Bowls, which the 49ers, by every measure of the NFL team, they were the dominant team of the 1980s. In seven of Walsh's last eight seasons, the 49ers won 10 or more games, appeared in the NFC playoffs. The 49ers advanced to the NFC title game against the Washington Redskins in 1983 and to the first playoff round in 85, 86, and 87. He was named NFL Coach of the Year in 81 and NFC Coach of the Year in 1984. 
simply because he knew how to measure the game of success. 25 yards, 25 first downs, 10 yards, one first down, 25 first downs will win 80% of the time. How you measure progress matters and never measure progress in comparison to another person because it's your journey, your goals, your lessons. So keep moving forward. Go be an amazing leader, an amazing human. Trust you enjoyed this episode of The Leaderverse. See you soon.